Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. The Canadian Marketing Association recently released the results of the CMA survey on marketing talent. Although it is common to see women in marketing leadership roles, experience and perspectives on inclusion differ between women and men and between minority and non-minority groups. Hi everyone, this is Mahin from Canadian SME Small Business Magazine. We recently had the chance to chat with CEO of the CMA, John Wilshire. In this role, John provides the overall strategy and execution of the CMA mandate and champions the fundraising and product development of a new chartered marketer designation. Prior to this role, John spent over 20 years as a senior executive in the financial industry. His core strengths include product design, branding, promotions, and communication. John is re-owned for using a combination of diplomacy, tenacious leadership, strong core values, and objective decision-making to deliver results. In this podcast, John discussed the results, the importance of diversity and inclusion, and what organizations can do to break down these barriers for women in the workplace. Hi, John. On behalf of Canadian SME, I'd like to welcome you to our small business podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. Perfect. Now, John, the new research from the Canadian Marketing Association finds that although it is common to see women in marketing leadership roles, experiences and perspectives on inclusion differ between women and men and between minority and non-minority groups. So can you please discuss the results that uh, CMA recently released of the survey on marketing talent? Yeah, it it was um, really important research and we hope to do it again uh, and keep track of it over time. I think that the, the headline or the good news coming out of the research, first of all, is that by and large companies are, are attempting and trying to address diversity as part of their overall strategy. And, and you know, about over 88% of marketers say their organizations have been working on diversity for many years. And so definitely the will is there. Um, I think the other thing which is good news is that within marketing, uh, women are in leadership roles in the organization, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, 90%, a full 90% of marketers responded to that. Um, I, I think that's a pretty good number. Um, the, the, where we like to do um, the more work is that it, it gets down to the issue of whether people feel comfortable, the, that inclusion aspect of being involved at work. And I still, still think there's more work to be done in that area. Right. Now, John, in the wake of major social and political changes over the past decades, leading companies are taking steps to increase diversity, equity and inclusion. Yet the progress in most sectors remains tepid. So what what organizations should keep in mind when it comes to diversity and inclusion? Yeah, I, I think, again, in the, the, I can only answer for the marketing profession in mm-hmm. terms of diversity uh, at the leadership level. Uh, it's pretty good. The, the, the problem is a little more in the inclusion aspect. And so, for instance, um, if you ask, ask people, um, uh, you know, does your workplace make you feel included? Their response um, for women is 69% say yes. 82% of men say yes to that question. So mm-hmm. I think the real issue is are we – 
exhibiting the right behaviors within the workplace. It makes everyone feel included and everyone uh, having an opportunity to contribute to the progress of the of the organization. Right. Now, as you said, you know, organizations can take full advantage of the perspectives of a diverse workforce only if leaders and employees enjoy a sense of inclusion. Now, why is there a disconnect between how male and female marketers like view inclusion in the workplace? Yeah, we didn't ask specifically on that question within the, the research. Mm -hmm. uh, intuitively, for me, uh, I, I think that people who experience discrimination it's more recognizable by them, by then the people that aren't. So if, for instance, in a meeting, if you tend to be, um, you know, very active and engaged, you don't even notice that there's someone across the room uh, who may not be having their opinion heard just because of, of the way that that meeting was conducted. And I, I think that's an example, but I think really it's because people just don't stop and think about the topic enough during the workday. Right. Now, gender equality and getting more women into leadership roles are, again, like trending topics. But mm -hmm. what organizations can do to break down these barriers for women in the workplace? Well, I think a few things. Um, and I wrote a, a note to our members uh, on these these things. First of all, you, you gotta, you have to tamp down on any type of um, improper language or behavior in the workplace. That That's just that's just uh, getting started. Um, I, I think that men leaders, male leaders and female leaders need to do a better job at uh, taking female leaders, for example, or female leaders, BIPOC female leaders, and giving them the opportunity to be vet mentored in the same way that traditionally males have mentored males. And I think that's one part of the equation. Mm -hmm. And I touched on the other one just uh, a minute or two ago. I think it's really important within, even in the meeting context, that you need to call out everyone and make it available for everyone, regardless of, say, um, you know, how strong their their person their persona is to is to participate. Uh, we see that in. All of our councils and our committee meetings, our, our, the chairs of our, our committees are very often going around the room and making sure every, every voice is heard. And I think it's just part of that skill set that you need as a leader is to draw out everyone in your team and, and give them all an opportunity to contribute to the discussion. That is absolutely right. Now, organizations large and small are beginning to re-examine their hiring practices with this information in mind that you just shared. But... Tell us like how to increase in inclusivity for women representing the BIPOC community and like other minority groups. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the first statement you made is we need to we need to cast a wide net. Mm -hmm. um, part of the issue within the marketing community uh, and, and as it relates to BIPOC, as you said, is people are more comfortable entering into a career where they see people like them in it. And so it's a little bit of a chicken and egg situation for the marketing profession. We need to get more black people into to the community in, in entrance roles. We need to get more people of color into the community in entrance roles, same thing with indigenous. And so I think it's really important that 
that when we're looking and searching for positions, we cast as wide a net as possible and really work hard to build the top end of the funnel, so to speak, in terms of candidates mm -hmm. uh, so that we have a, a good um, uh, community to select from. But I also think it goes beyond that. So one of the things I think as a community we need to do is we need to make the marketing profession attractive to right. these various groups of people. And, and we're doing we're, we're doing that through CMA Next, which is an online portal to make sure that people coming into the profession of marketing have mm -hmm. all the information they need to make wise decisions. Uh, and, and through that, that, making sure that the representation of the people that we're covering are people that they would aspire to be like uh, within their own communities. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Now, John, like women-owned businesses are still in the minority and the hurdles faced by women who have embraced entrepreneurship are vast and often very, very different from those embraced by their male counterparts. Now, on a final note, what is your key advice to female entrepreneurs? Well, the first thing I would say is the research doesn't really provide uh, specific advice on this, on this mm -hmm. topic. So uh, anything that I would say would be kind of more speculative. Um, what I have seen, and particularly in, within uh, new product launches and new brands, and, and is, is women are doing extraordinarily well. I mean, um, and women of color are doing um, extraordinarily well. And, and I think you can look, you see a lot of success stories at people that have abilities and talents and bring them to bear within an entrepreneurial context. I think in general, maybe there haven't been as many encumbrances to them within an entrepreneurial context is that they might be within a larger workforce force historically, mm -hmm. but I, you know, all the best to them. I mean, they have a, a important role to play uh, for sure in, in, in providing great value to Canadians. They, 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 we need them and, and they're doing great as a, as a, as an audience as a whole, from my perspective. I agree hundred percent. I know like, you know, changing the culture of an organization, it cannot happen overnight, but I believe like with solid planning and persistence, it, it is achievable. But thank you so much, John, for taking the time out and joining us. It was a great pleasure knowing you and your, you know, support to the community. You have shared some strategies that will help us create an environment uh, in which every one of us can flourish. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME podcast please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders.